Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid Death. Today's guest is a unique man. He's had a he's had a lifestyle, uh, uh, an experience that not many get to have. He's led a uh, he's led a rare path. Um, he is he is celebrated and discussed ad nauseum. You might say I think that means getting sick. I don't know what that means exactly, but. Uh, we're happy to have him here today. He's um, retired NFL quarterback and the host of Uncut with Jay Cutler. It is the man himself, Mr. Jay Cutler. Grateful you're coming in. I know you got a podcast starting yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of podcast listeners over the years with this podcast and a different podcast. So um, I know you went on Nate the other day. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because uh, Nate's a big um, Nate's a big fan. He's a big Vanderbilt fan. Huge Vandy fan. Yeah. From here, grew up here, um, and he's, he's in there. He's funny as hell too. He means it. Oh yeah, yeah. Nate Bargatze. He's really that. Um, He's a real more of a scientist of like humor. I feel like he's like yeah. a like you, it's calculated almost. Yeah. Like he he sets it up. Like he's he's got his whole thing. And whenever whenever he walked in, you don't really know. Like I just started doing this podcast stuff, so like yeah. you don't really know how it's gonna go with somebody you don't know. Like doing oh, yeah. something with somebody you know, you're like, all right, I, I've I've got this down. I, I got this figured out. But when he walked in, I was like, shit. I don't, this might not go well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's, he, you know, he was, you know, not a lot of emotion, just kind of just sat down. And he's like, I was like, oh boy. He's real passive. Yeah, he's yeah. a calm guy. I'm trying to feel, it It almost sometimes feels with Nate like I'm getting in trouble for something yeah. in the beginning. But then once you kind of get to know that he's just, um, it's just kind of some of his demeanor. Exactly. Uh, exactly. He's real smart. He's a real smart guy, man. Um. Yeah, what else going on? Not much. I had a freaking bad dream last night. Do you ever have those dreams? Like, I just get shocked sometimes, like, even as an adult, that I'll have these dreams where I'll, like, wake up and I'm like, what's your heart? You know, I'll be, like, drooling. I'll be like, what happened? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about at all? It's I like, do know what you're talking about. It. I don't feel like I dream that much anymore. I don't know what that says about me. It might, be not, might not be a good thing. Yeah. Or it might be a good thing. You might have to get your chakras worked on or something, man. I have a couple Indian buddies, and they're always like, dude, your chakras are bad. And I'm like, how do you fix that? I, that's what I you know, I try to get into it with them. And, and it's like, uh, but I would I love to get my chakras fixed. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be a good show of something. Uh, Jay Cutler's gets his chakras fixed. That's dude. a good show. That's, <laughs> yeah, a, good, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. I gotta. I need to write this down. I need to look into this. It may, you may need a construction worker, though, dude. <laughs> you know? I might need like five of these guys in here. One guy's not going to fix me. Yeah, you may need a little bit of work, man. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So you got the new podcast. What man. is I was, this? This is called Liquid Death. This is a water company. From the Austrian Alps? Yeah, it almost sounds a little, I don't want to say Nazi water, but it's good, definitely, it sounds like on the can. I don't know who's. Stone cold mountain water yeah. came straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. Mm-hmm. 
you've got like cool sponsors. It's this stuff's good, man. They've been good to us, pretty good. You know, they mail us a lot of water, man. Well, that's nice. I'll send you a couple cases. Um, I know you don't need it. I know you're doing well. Yeah. But I'll put uh, we'll throw a couple cases. In yeah, maybe trunk. I'll just put it on my podcast and just be like, hey, I'm just doing this. Oh, well, I th- did. I happens. bet they'd probably get on board. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, the the amount of like weird ad sponsor requests is 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 mind boggling to me. What did you have to read? I didn't see your ads yet on your first set. On your fr- we did first a. Uh, I should know this. No. I really should. I, it's not. okay if you don't. Yeah, I did a like a helicopter, basically a helicopter ambulance. Oh, really? So if you're hurt somewhere and you can't get a get to a hospital, this you pay one hundred and forty nine dollars a year. Oh, no way! And this helicopter <laughs> will come and get you and take you to a hospital. Dude, that sounds. I didn't even know it was a thing. It sounds like it sounds very something that would happen to like somebody in Mexico. I feel like it sounds like a kidnapping or more like a Colombian type of thing. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I, I kind of want to do it. And yeah. Just like call them up and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm hey going, guys, yeah, I'm having a tough time. Sprained my ankle. Yeah. I need, I need, a, I need a lift. I'm out at Lake Radnor. And I, got, <laughs> I got bit by a duck. I need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was pretty shocked a few years ago when Uber, like, there was something was going on in the world when Pete, like, um. Was it the Olympics? I don't remember what it was. But when Uber started having pl- airplanes on their thing, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. They, they, they And they started doing um, airplanes, helicopters. And I yeah. think they were trying to get in like, the freight business. People were getting rich. That's when I realized, holy shit, man, people are rich, dude. Yeah, if you can just dial up a plane on Uber. Yeah. 10 grand. Yeah. No big deal. Charge it. It starts feeling to me recently, I felt like during the pandemic, that there's so many more rich people, or that money doesn't mean anything. I well, start I think, to have these weird thoughts. Yeah, I think now, like, I don't understand how people, like, are functioning. Like, I don't feel like anybody works. Yeah. But everyone's just spending money. I don't yeah. know if, if people are in debt and they just don't care or what's happening. And everyone's just driving around. Yeah, yeah. That's what it like, Doesn't it feel fictional? Yeah, it's like everyone's just cruising around. People are out having a great time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Is yeah, happening? people are buying champagne. People are buying nice hats. People are buying jewelry. I mean, there's like 200 people a day that moved to this town. Yeah. People are just buying houses left and right. And houses are getting expensive, man. Even... Like even a gra- like you'll see a groundhog, and even he looks like he's got some money. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. land here is getting a little bit. Oh, it's absurd! It's, it's getting absurd. I mean, crazy. I, I, I mean, I hope people are doing well. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I hope that like in a couple years, like yeah. we just we just fall <laughs> off the cliff. And it's like, well, saw this one coming, guys. That's what it, I feel like. I see it coming, but nothing else. It's not kind of making sense, maybe to other people. Or like, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm just shocked. Like, I have some friends that are pretty rich sometimes, and they yeah. um they say that they'll be like on runways and stuff, where like where everybody's everybody has private jets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said there's like so many more private jets now. They're everywhere, but it's also there's also like everyone's doing a podcast. Everyone's doing social media. Yeah. But I mean, people have to be buying. People have to be buying liquid death. Yeah, people have to be buying what people are selling on Instagram. I don't know. I'm confused by the world at this point in my life. I think. Yeah, I feel like it gets a little tricky. Um, because you really, Jay Cutler. Hey, I mean, you really, you're Jay Cutler, man, and you really had a big. I mean, you've had such a neat experience, dude. I always wanted to be like, because you always seem like the tall, kind of like you know, like. You know what I'm saying, bro? I prefer women, but you seem like a tall, decent-looking man. I'll be honest. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. I'll give you at least an eight and a half, dude. Oh, and that's- my kids gave me a uh, 
a seven last night. No way. I don't even know how this conversation <laughs> happened, but they gave me a seven. And I was like, are you guys serious? I'm a seven? Yeah. And they're like, keep it up. We'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll make you a six. Oh, damn, dude, I was damn. like, gosh. Kids you are guys, dicey, bro. They're, well, they're also, they also tell the truth. So, I mean, maybe they're right. Maybe yeah. it is a, a six. Maybe, uh, maybe six and a half. I mean, I think in this town, there's. I feel like there's a there's almost more competition. I feel like in some ways in a city like Nashville, because there's. I feel like here there's a lot more like kind of manly dudes sometimes. Where I've been living in L.A. and there it's a lot more. Oh, you crush L.A. I'm sure. Like you're a dude out there. Yeah, out there, chicks. You're yeah, like, yeah, like, what's going yeah, on? Like you know, you, tell yeah. me about the squirrels. Exactly. They'll like ask real low key shit. Yeah. Like, what can I eat if I'm lost in the woods? You know. <laughs> And I'm like, I'd have a Nutri-Grain bar, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my backpack. Yeah, yeah. Nashville, um, Nashville's changed. Like, they're used to, I mean, you know, early 2000. I've been, I've been here since 2000 for the most part. So, like, it's completely, the whole demographic has completely changed. There yeah. was no one here, really. It was like a small clique of people. You knew everybody. Yeah. You go downtown now, and it's like, you don't know anybody. Uh-uh. At all. Yeah, yeah. It's really intense down there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much. But is it interesting, like, so you got, so, yeah, I always, like, man, I I've always wish I could have been, like, the taller guy, you know, a You're little. You're pretty tall. How tall are you? I'm six foot. I'm regular height, I think. I think 5'10 is regular. Is it? What's the average height of humans? It's, it's got to be. It's yeah. North American humans, too, please, Sean. Male. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, put it in male, dude. <laughs> Five nine. I mean, you're crushing it. Yeah, you're right. Actually, dang, I didn't know that. Five nine. That's almost is that surprising. Real? CDC, everything they say is a hundred percent. Who knows? Yeah. So this could be. <laughs> I mean, somebody could have just uploaded this an hour ago. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about the internet and the world right now. It's like no information. It's like everybody believes so much information, but none of – it's like I believe less and less because I put out information and people will tell me like, oh, man, that's real. And I'm like, I don't know. No idea. Yeah. And everyone's got an agenda. Like it depends like who you got it from. Like there's everyone's spinning something. It's just – it's just hard to trust anything. Yeah, that's the thing I think. So then I go back to my instincts, and sometimes my instincts I feel like usually have served me pretty good, uh, but it's sometimes it's hard to know. Yeah. Um. When you look at back at like so now you're not a quarterback now yeah I mean you'll always be a quarterback but you're not doing it no like on a day to day basis I don't get paid anymore right you're not getting paid yeah I guess maybe <laughs> that defines it do you look at and see like man what a position I was in like is it different to look like sometimes I'll look at things in my life and be like sure. man I didn't kind of not realize the position I was in but you know like to 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 a regular man looking mm-hmm. at a quarterback you're like dang that's the guy you know that's yeah. odysseus or whatever yeah i mean I, that's a great point and like looking back on it now like you get tunnel vision and like you don't you don't maybe enjoy it or have as much fun or take advantage of it as much as you would would now looking back on it i mean you're just locked in and you're just doing your job and, it's, and you know it turns sometimes it's a grind sometimes it's fun Sometimes it's really hard, um, but looking back on it now, um, you know, it, it. I don't say I don't want to say that I wish I would have done things differently, but it it it, it wasn't it was an awesome awesome experience. It tw- was an awesome experience. It was an awesome experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably and it, and it shaped a lot of like who I am and you know the people I associate with and and how I respond to things and so I mean it's a, it's a, a you know from the time I was fourth grade till you know 35 it kind of shaped me yeah i just can't I'm tr- i was trying to think about something in my life that had been that much of like a shit like a thing that i 
was like a vehicle in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, I, if I've had that. So it just must seem a lot that now you're in like a new career. It's like you're trying yeah. to find, are you, do you want to find a new career? Do you feel like you need to, or are you just kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, do you feel it, like a pressure to, or do you just, yeah. I mean, it's, because I mean, like, not many people when they're thirty-five or whatever age, people are done playing football, like, have to go out there and in the real world and like figure out figure out the rest of your life, right? So, a career, career. I don't know if that's the right word. I think, like, for me, it's more like purpose. Like, what what is going to drive me? What gives me purpose in my life going forward? Um, and there was pressure when I when I got out to like to figure that out. And I was never one of those guys that had other businesses or stuff going on when I played. It was literally, I was just, I played football. Like I had plan A and there was no backup. And so now when I got out, it was just like, all right, I'm, I'm clueless what right. I'm going to do. I have no idea. I know that football is over. Um, I knew I didn't want to coach. I knew I wanted to kind of get out of that world. So it was really just trying to figure out, all right, what the hell am I going to wake up and be happy doing? Gives me a sense of purpose. I like it. I like the people I'm working with. Uh, and that took time, you know, and, and I'm probably still kind of figuring that one out. So when you start, because I was, yeah, I was watching your first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called uh, Uncut with uh, Jay Cutler, yeah. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Or something like that. Yeah. And you're Jay we're, Cutler, dude. We're close. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> close yeah. enough. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Google. Um, yeah, I was like, because it's because it's interesting because you're definitely kind of like this. You kind of remind me of a cross between like Christian Leitner and like Sasquatch a little. Like you're kind I'll of like this. That. Yeah, and I'll, it's I don't mean it in a negative no, way. No, I love that. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's like a um. Yeah, you're kind of like this interesting figure that the media gave a lot of attention to, like mm-hmm. weird attention kind yeah. of and shit. Yeah. But that's kind of the best, you know, in a way nowadays, that's almost like the best kind of attention you can get out there in a weird way. It's yeah. like, it's not super real. Nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah, there's a vagueness there to yeah. it. And, you know, and it wasn't intentional. Um, you know, I think there's just certain aspects of my life that I like keeping private that, you know, I don't really talk about. Um and I'm probably going to try to keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think that, you know, I did a reality show for a little bit after I was done. And, you know, I, I think as soon as you start, like, pulling back and, like, kind of shielding yourself some, like, people really want to get into that and figure that out and know more. Um, so I think that kind of played into it. But, you know, the podcast, I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool. I, I, that's what I noticed in your opening. It was, like, kind of like uh, – you weren't trying to be too much, I didn't feel like, or trying to be a certain thing. You're yeah. kind of like, I don't know where this is going to go. No idea. You know? Um, and, and, that, and that was a hard part about doing it, um, of, of doing the opening. Like, I, the interviews and stuff, is that's easy. Like, but like for me, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say in this opening thing. And I don't really want to say too much about me. I really don't want to divulge like a lot going forward right now. So like this... I'm just gonna tell him, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have some fun. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't work. But let's just do this and go. It's funny, man, because it it kind of reminded me too when I started podcasting. I just started in my kitchen. I didn't really know. When did you start? I started maybe about five years ago, maybe or four years ago. I'd gone on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple times, maybe. I, I or that's maybe, a marathon. That's not a podcast. Oh, dude, it was so hard. What do you guys? How does it's he have so like? Hard. Does he have like a 
like a notebook of stuff. No, he just he just goes. He's a notebook man. Yeah, he is a notebook. He's incredible. Oh, dude, he's like a Swiss Army notebook. Yeah, he. Um, but I mean, is there an option like to be like after like an hour of like tapping out or like you're just stuck? I think you want to, but I think part of the mystique about Joe Rogan's is that you go in there and you're like. You know, I want to be able to go toe to toe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's kind of like this, um, this symbol of, of not necessarily just machismo, but somewhat of machismo for yeah. sure. Yeah. So you want to be able to be like, okay, I can do my time. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I hung in there with him. Yes. Yeah. And it's you're just like, dude, and you hit about two hours, and you have a cramp that you're trying to deny, and you're still trying to like you gotta go remember. To the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, totally. He'll yeah. do a bathroom break sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember I, at one point I remember saying, "Hey man, this is the longest conversation I've ever been in in my entire life." For sure, and it was, and and it was like almost scary to think that you yeah, know, that I'm talking to a man that that uh that I've gotten to know better, but I didn't know super great at the time. Sure, that was scary, man. I feel like it's a it's going in there is kind of scary because then they close the door and the sound kind of gets. And it's just you guys. Oh, it is scary, bro. And you almost think he can hear like you, like the Inner thoughts in your head. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's just like peering through your brain. Like he's got that third ear. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Some people got that third eye. Some mm-hmm. of them feel like Joe has that third ear, man. Um, but but that really helped, like, kind of get get it going. I think doing other podcasts. I think podcasts gave a lot of like, I. I I worked in, in in Los Angeles in Hollywood for a long time, and I never really found some footing in television and stuff. I yeah. felt like, especially as they started to like really move away from like, you know, regular guys. I'm not even like a real redneck guy, but I think they immediately. Well, you're from the me. south. So. I'm from Louisiana. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, I, but I think I they they there just weren't a lot of opportunities, and I think that's what podcasting has done. It's kind of just given opportunities for regular guys not to have to use like these yep. vehicles of Hollywood. Yeah, the agents and the and, yeah and all all the things. Yeah, yeah. And there's and there's there's so many talented people out there now. Yeah. And there's so many vehicles, like you're saying now, of people getting their talent out there and letting people know and and doing all those things, which I mean is, is a good thing. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it kind of puts the power a lot of in your own hands. Absolutely. And and even I thought about like I have friends that like get canceled or whatever. Mm-hmm. It only helps there. these days. It's almost like if you you schedule, want you want to get canceled. Yeah, if you schedule your canceling well, dude, you're, you're freaking you're gonna go to the top. You're Morgan Wallen and Ernest and Hardy. They're gonna be on tour for the next twenty years. Oh yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're never gonna. They're fine, dude. When Morgan's bus leaves town, it will never come back. It's just gonna dude. keep yeah. rolling. Yeah. With or without him, it's going to go to the next Yeah, time. with or without him, bro. <laughs> they may need a hologram after a couple shows. He's going to have a he's gonna have a double here soon. He really should, man. That's just, not... just a singing double. Just put a hat on and sunglasses and oh, go out there and do it. That's a really good idea for him, actually. Um, I've tried to get canceled on, like, Instagram and stuff. I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. I think you have to go really bad these days. Yeah. Which I don't want to do that. But yeah, my friend Eric Andre, he's a comedian, and he had a show that was going on television or a movie, and he just put a completely naked picture of himself. Does that get you canceled? I feel like that. It got his account canceled. But it helped him. But it helped. Yeah, definitely. Like. Yeah, nude is. I mean, that's obviously one way to go. I don't know if that's for me. I wouldn't do it. Kind of. My hips kind of run right into my stomach, and it's. Kind do of, they? Yeah, it's just not. Maybe work, maybe maybe like work out for a month and just like get jacked up and then do it. But that's I have a, the that, butt of like a like a. I kind of have the butt of like a. Would you do a frontal or from behind? 
That's a, or a side. Ooh, I can't do side, bro. The way I look from the side is not good. You've you've thought about this a few times. I mean, this is the most I've thought about it with another man in the room, you know. But um, I don't know. It's a good question. Even those Sports Illustrated issues where everybody's like semi naked in there and like yeah, I mean, Pope Solo's hiding her tits behind yeah. like frisbees. I mean, they're like ninety eight percent naked. Yeah, and they're or they have paint on. Yeah, that's I that's, could do that's art though. You could just say it's art. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. If you say art, like yeah. you're good. I'm yeah. in, I'm expressing my 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 body in in an artistic way. That's true. Actually, I put a pride flag in the back and just say, "Hey, homie, this is art, dude." You know. <laughs> I feel so like bad. you put a if you add in like an a, that like an extra element of like like a, a group that's kind of um an out not like an outlier group yeah. but a group that like you know struggles to find their footing a lot sure. of times. I feel like that kind of can give you like a uh, carte blanche sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, sometimes. But if you talk about it before in this way and then do it, you're probably it probably won't work. Yeah, that's true. So I I think you're kind of screwed now. What would you go? You think if you had to do a new, would you go side? Would you go because side your wiener is going to peek out the front a little? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, or yeah, I mean, you want to put that that body part in its best light. I think if you're going to do it, yeah. So. I don't know. That's a tough question. And if I did front, maybe I would do something else to like take away. Take so away from that? Yes. Yeah, so you're not yeah, just yeah, looking yeah, at, yeah, yeah, at yeah. The... Maybe like a cool hat or yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Anything. Maybe that. Something. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Just like, hey, look at this. Look at maybe. this. Yeah. Don't look at that that yeah, long. Yeah. Just peek at that, but look at this. Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, when you did, do you notice with reality TV? Reality TV is very scary to me. It's an interesting thing. I feel like it that that is a world that really digs and tries to For get sure. like yeah. and gets really manipulative. Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you think that reality TV like do you think that being a celebrity and being married in like in a celebrity kind of relationship mm-hmm. is that a lot more pressure on a marriage than you think a regular marriage, or do you think it's just kind of grandfathered in after time and you get the hang of it um i think i think it can go either way i think it definitely puts pressure um on the relationship because you you want it to be portrayed a certain way on film and that and that might not be reality and i think that's where it gets a little 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 fuzzy because you know you're you're doing this on television and then like you know it it's rainbows and sunshine and like that's not really real life for the most part. Like, right. You know, there's highs and stuff, but like real life can be married in real life. Like it, there's a lot of boring times. It just is what it is. Like oh, you, you yeah. can't always be, you know, riding sky high. Yeah. Um, after, after a certain point, it's like, all right, you know, you're married and it's just, you know, we're just, we're living together. You're just sitting around. You're just waiting for, you're just sitting in the car waiting for your yeah. wife to get in the car. Yeah. I mean, you go to dinner, like you can do fun stuff, but like there's other times where it's just like, yeah, we're just, we're just living life. Like it's just it's another it's another Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco does on his Instagram. He does a lot of uh, waiting uh, for his wife. Yeah, I love his Instagram. Yeah, his is almost like a that that to me a lot of times feels like a real reality show. Yeah, absolutely. It's him like stumbling through the packages at the door yeah. and like yeah. being like, oh, which one of these? And did? that's like real everyday life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, reality TV. It's it's painting a, a picture that isn't always necessarily true. Um. And I, I think it kind of skews the audience a little bit, but I mean that's what reality TV is there for. You know, it's for for drama or for 
whatever, you know, all, all, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about why some of it I look at, I think I, I want to just, sometimes I, I remember, especially when I was like kind of growing up, I guess, or mm -hmm. maybe like I've made a little bit of money, but I'm not, I'm not like a real rich guy, but mm -hmm. I remember I wanted to see some of the Kardashians cause I wanted to see what it was like if somebody was rich, you know, sure, like if they had like you know indoor pets like that kind of shit you know what i'm saying you want to see pets. you want to see what people are doing uh -huh. you know i remember that but um do you feel like it can do you feel like that had any effect on like your you got your relationship and i'm not trying to get in your relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. but do you feel like that like that can wreck like i just don't i'm really untrustworthy of that kind of stuff yeah. so even the side effects of a lot of that momentum and what's glamour and stuff like that we can start to believe it oh absolutely know? yeah i mean and you start to you start to believe it and you start to think um that's how it should always be and you know and you know it, it's the grass is green on the other side like all those things can someone can fall into that trap um i didn't fall into it um but it, it definitely could happen and it's, you know, and, and it, I, reality TV doesn't bother me. And, and I would, I'd go back and do it again for sure. And if someone came to me with an awesome reality TV show idea, I'd, I'd, I'd do it. I mean, I've got no issues with it. It's just, I think you have to be really grounded in kind of who you are and what you want out of it. Right. And, and, and realize that, hey, this is, this is a job, period. And and your life has to be in, in a stable place, and and you have to realize, all right, when the cameras are gone, like it's just normal life again. Yeah, which I'm sure is hard for some people. Yeah, I would bet probably. I mean, I bet it's almost like in some semblance the same of like be you know doing football or doing something for a long time, and then being out of this like. Yeah. But it's almost even different because you're not you don't get to like. Not hide behind a game, but the, you you're playing within a a, a vehicle, football. Yeah. It's not like it's you standing out there, like, and you just yell out some secrets at the line, and then uh, the, you know the offensive lineman turns around and yeah. tells you a secret. You yeah. know, it's like. But I mean, people get people get confused by this stuff because it's, it's, it becomes a, their sense of self. Like that's who they are, right? And that's what you do for a living. That's that's not what that's not you. That that, that you you if your if your validation is through that stuff that's eventually going to go away like you're going to be lost and it, you know some people it takes them a little bit to figure that out and find out like all right how do i get validated you know what who am i like what makes me tick and yeah. it's it's a and I, I think that's pretty common for a lot of people i'm sure within their jobs and within kind of who they are yeah yeah i could probably think that too man um yeah i mean if your podcast is if everything's gone tomorrow and you got to go down to wherever and work like it's gonna be it's gonna be a different experience like you're gonna be like oh wait like it's all gone like well, that that was kind of liquid death i was talking right. on camera yeah. it's like where are the lights at <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point I, I yeah sometimes i think about that what would i do sometimes I what almost, would you do you know like they in podcast tomorrow no one can do right. podcasts they outlawed them they outlawed them yeah they put a mask on all the cameras <laughs> which they easily could you know, I mean, who two, the yeah. two masks, <laughs> just for, just in case. Um, that's a great question, man. I mean, I do stand up comedy for a living, so I'd have that. But if I, if yeah. that went, if that went too, yeah, man, I don't know. I'd probably, hopefully, try to get myself a little bit of land and maybe do just become a prepper. 
maybe a prepper, but also a prepper who has like a side paintball type of biz, maybe, Ooh, and also like maybe that. a pumpkin patch, kind of like um, okay for holidays. Yeah, yeah, something where it's like at least around the holidays, people are going to come around to yeah, yeah, see yeah. people, see people. Okay, so you're kind of doomsday. You're out for yourself, but at, at least see, around Christmas, yeah, like holiday time. Yeah, it's going to get a little festive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and paintball, you can work on some stuff. You know, yeah, you could locate, see who in town is good. Exactly, recruit. Yeah, it's a recruitment for you. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like hey. This guy, things go down. You're on my team. Yeah, hey, Sam. I want to talk to you about your son over here. He's a real. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got some potential yeah, in my world. Potential. When you're traveling to a destination where you don't know the language, it can be challenging to accomplish even the simplest of tasks. Thankfully, there's Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. Yep. Through Babbel's bite-sized learning lessons, you'll learn new language skills that you can actually use in the real world, from greetings, menus, and directions, to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture. Babbel, that's, tra that's travel essential. Yep. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a language. They have all type of languages in there. You can get Spanish, French, Italian, and German, baby. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to B-A-B-B-E-L.com and use promo code Theo. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code T-H-E-O, Babbel language for life. What's that? That's the beat getting beaten in Stockholm, Sweden. That's where Urbanista was born in 2010. In Stockholm, Sweden, out of a love for cities and urban life. Urbanista. Multi-century immersion without compromise. The sound, the look, the fit, the feel at an affordable price. Yep, Urbanista headphones are inspired by cities and urban lives in motion. You want that vibe. You want that moving forward. You want that cutting edge. You want that stock home around your freaking uh, sound hounds, your ears. Urbanista, drawing inspiration from great cities rooted in Scandinavian design. Don't compromise and get all of this for around half of what you pay for other big name headphones. Yep. Right now, Urbanista has a special offer for this past weekend listeners. Go to urbanista.com slash Theo. To get 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off everything. You'll even get free shipping for all orders over $60. Go to urbanista.com slash Theo for 20% off. That's urbanista.com slash Theo. You want something new. You want something cutting edge. You want sleek design. Check it out. Um... When you were when you when you when you look at guys when you look at football and you look at guys like what do, what is some, what is it about and I don't know if you're even able to see you know what this would be like what is it about a guy like Tom Brady that makes him so capable to pull it off yeah. over time do you notice it like do you well, I mean I think it, it probably goes back to his work at work ethic like to start and then you know he was. He was in a great situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, timing, situation, work ethic, um, you know, his talent, his brain, like a lot of things have to come together. Like if you look at really successful people, um, you know, they're, they're obviously talented in whatever their field is, but there's, there's got to be some things that come together to help them get to this point. Yeah, a team, um, like a, just a, yeah. 
And, I mean, being with Bill and, and Josh McDaniels and their defense was unbelievable when he first got there. And, obviously, he was good, too, and he grew with that, and he became the team. But, you know, you look at a lot of these quarterbacks that, that get into the league early, and they're just – they're you know, they're on bad teams. They don't have a lot of talent around them. Um, the coaches are, coaches kind of maybe getting fired or coming in and starting over. So and, – and not to take away from Tom because, I mean, he, what he's done is – Will probably never be done again, um, you know. But he would, he came into a, a really really good situation, and he, and and to his credit, he he took advantage of it, you know, better than anybody could. Is there like anything that he possesses? Does it seem like he's magic when you're around, like when you see him or something, or is it just? Well, he's he's aging backwards, right? Yeah, it is pretty pretty magnificent. I mean, it, it is, yeah. I mean, he's Benjamin Button, yeah. He's Benjamin Brady for sure. That's yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy? Benjamin Brady was my damn. I had a principal in school named Benjamin Brady. Really? And we used to be able to get paddled. Yeah, bro. And this dude, yeah. <clears throat> he would put it on you. And then a friend of mine died not too long ago. This this kid died. Or he's an adult now, but he was a kid when I, when I met him because mm-hmm. I was a kid. And uh, I went to his funeral and Benjamin Brady was there, dude. Really? The principal. Yeah. And I hadn't seen him ever. I'd only seen him since he like paddled us and was uh-huh. like rude. And he had a freaking... Uh, he was vaping, I think, and he was just like chilling at his funeral. It's know? so different to see like people of like authority whenever you're younger, and now like you're grown and you see him now, and it's like you're just a regular, yeah. you're just a regular dude. Yeah, you're eating crackers. Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? Where's your paddle? Yeah. Did you uh, did with did you guys have that kind of corporal punishment when you were in schools or no? You could get paddled. Really? Yeah. Did you ever get it? No, no. I was, I was like. By the book, um, you know, tried to I did try to do everything right. You did. I was I was the oldest, and I, that, I mean, I just that's just kind of what I did. Did you like? Were you like an instigator at all in class? Or you were like you were just chill, just chill. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I mean, no, yeah, and that that's kind of how my oldest is now. Like he he, he I, I was I was a pleaser. You know, like I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to. I mean. Towards the end of high school, I like stopped caring so much about my grades and stuff. But like, I went from like A's and B's to like a C plus on, on yeah. a few classes. Yeah, that's fun though, isn't that fun? That last year and a half, you're like, I yeah. think I'm gonna be okay. And like, I stopped, I stopped taking like honors English, and I I just went into like the normal yeah, English class, just English. And I was like, this is awesome. It's people learning to stutter in there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I could do this. Yeah, this. Yeah. We went from like ten page papers to like just write a paragraph, please. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm like, got it. Yeah. Just draw a picture. Anything. <laughs> dude, that was fun. Once you're in high school and you kind of realize there's that moment where it's like you realize that the gr- you don't have those crazy grades that's gonna yeah. do anything for you. Yeah. Or you have a path with a sport yeah. or with a um yeah. profession already. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. And I think that's probably part of, that's probably the part of the problem. Like I figured out like this doesn't matter. Right. This isn't what I'm going to be doing. Like, I just need to get through this part of it. Obviously, I don't want to be disrespectful and, you know, just absolutely bomb it. But a C, B, or A, it literally doesn't make a difference. Right. It's not going to make a difference in my life. Yeah, once you learn that, there's definitely like a newfound – it's almost – it's a little bit of an apathy. It's a lethar – it's like a freedom, but it's also like I'm going to take the – I'm going to do what I want to do now kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's looked at, like you said, it's looked at like you're trying to take the easy way out. But it's like, no, I'm just, I just, I'm just gonna focus my attention on something like that matters to me now, yeah. Instead of something that matters to your teachers or your parents or whatever. Did you? Um, we got a question right here. You want to bring this in? 
Sean, your hair looks like George Washington. You see that? You see his haircut? He does. Like did you get it? Did George you get Washington. it cut like that? That's beautiful. You're like, hey, give me the George, give me the George Washington. <laughs> they probably the probably the barber is probably like, who's that? <laughs> That's patriotic, dude. It could be Tommy Laren gave him that cut, dude. Tommy cut your hair. What if she did haircuts and she only did cuts like patriotic figures? If she only did president cuts? Yeah. The first 16 presidents. I'm going to give you the Abe Lincoln today. Yeah. 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 We'll get that Ben Franklin. A couple of Ben Franklins here at noon. <laughs> oh, this take forever. Yeah. I'd go in there. I'd let her style me. Who cuts your hair? Me? I just started cutting my own again, man. Did you? Yeah. This lady named Whitney cut it for a while and this lady named Libby cuts it sometimes too. Like, pulling off a mullet is, I mean, I couldn't do it. I mean, you do it well. Thanks, man. What's uh, good? Yeah, I had this haircut when I was real small, and then I got like a man's cut, like a regular man's yeah, cut, yeah. and I never felt okay. Yeah. This is a little bit more you can hide, kind of. Sure. Um, I have a wide nose, so it's like this gives me a little bit more. More, 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 more width. Yeah, yes. it kind of makes it smaller. Yeah, you got to plan but ahead. Now, yeah, but now that I look at it, it's not that wide. No, I think some of it gets in your head too. Once you start thinking one thing about yourself, you're yeah. like, "Oh man, one yeah. of my legs is too long," or you know, "I got too much hair on my body." You know sure. what I'm saying? You start going crazy. Yeah. I do anyway. I just got a Nordic track as well, but um, why? I don't know. I think they got me with some of the adverts, the advertisements. What is like a treadmill or like the? No, not the hand too. I'll do that later down the line, but it's just treadmill. So Nordic Track makes a treadmill now. Yeah, they make a treadmill, but it's uh, it has like a click. You get up to about five point five, and it start. It has a. I think the guy is that, that put fast. It, is that a walk? I mean, it's a. It it's might. A, it's, maybe it's a slow jog. I mean, in the NFL, it's probably a walk. <laughs> but for me, it's probably for a, just a regular. You're getting it. Yeah, I'm getting it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cruising, but um, but it's not very Nordic. Like Nord, I feel like when they say Nordic, that has like a. Like an Aspen, like a yeah. Switzerland vibe or yeah. something to it. Yeah. And it has like a fan on it, but it doesn't even get that cold. It's just more for like comfort, I think. So it doesn't, I wish it had that blast you out. Fucking yeah. we're going down to 25 degrees. You know what I'm saying? Good luck, motherfucker. Came on the thing or something, you know? I was, I was, uh, I saw in your garage, I was poking around your garage. And where did you get your cold tub? Oh yeah, this company, this new company called Blue Cube, I think. They sent it to me. Really? It's their first one. Blue Cube? Blue Cube, Blue Blue Cube yeah. Cube. Send me one, please. Yeah. Um, I, I, they I, probably will, man. I, uh, uh, Wim Hof? Yeah. I like that Wim Hof stuff, man. I wish yeah. I focused on it a little bit more. I know. I, I got into it when I was in Chicago three, probably five years ago. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. Who was a player you played with that was, like, way into that kind of stuff? You know, that was just, like... You know, you know that was just eating liver out of a bag all day on the field. You know, you know when I first, I mean, NFL is weird. It's really weird um, because it's it's very very rare to find anybody that's into like alternative stuff. Really? Yeah, like these dudes are just eating McDonald's, and I mean it's gotten better, but right. like it's it's a it's a fast paced, you know crush your body and just go to the next day it's not really it's not i was never around a lot of guys that were really focused on taking care of their bodies i mean there's there's obviously people out there but right you know 75 percent of the guys are just you know going to chick-fil-a or mcdonald's or doing whatever and just coming in and rolling damn and these guys are 
unbelievable athletes. Like these guys are programmed to play football, and they are absolute freak shows. Damn. So they can just they've they've obviously gotten used to being able to do that. They can yeah do right. they can eat whatever they want, drink whatever they want, and show up and just absolutely do it on Sundays. What about smokers? You ever because um, I'm friends with Blake Grif- Blake Griffin, and uh, he said that. Uh, he used to play with this cool guy from Slovakia that would smoke cigarettes after the games. Yeah, did you ever play with anybody that smoked? I mean, I played with guys that smoked weed. Yeah, a lot I'm of talking that. cigarettes, dude. Uh-uh. I don't know. I mean, not that I know of anybody that smoked cigarettes. I don't even yeah. know people that smoke cigarettes. Yeah, is that still a thing? I don't know. Do they still sell cigarettes. I mean, I just threw my vapes away because they just made me nervous at night because I would hit them too much and then I would get all nervous. But um, wait, what? You vape or not? No. I think it's fun for a little while. I mean, I, I think like it's fun this for a nicotine. While. Yeah, it's nicotine. Yeah, I don't but it's flavored. It's like you can get like, you know, Berry Crush. You know, you know, uh, f- you know, Fun Lime or something. I don't know different type of flavor. You need to get like pear. Yeah, I don't get it. Pear Party or this is a different one. You lost Sorry. me here. Um, <laughs> oh, there you go, right there. Lynn Dawson enjoys a sweet cig during the Super Bowl. Yeah, they always put a cigarette in my mouth in my pictures. Yeah, I know they got the smoking J stuff, and yeah. I was just—I I wouldn't even really think about that. I just wish you knew a player that freaking smoked, dude, because that guy to me would be a damn animal. Yeah, like just smoke cigs. Yeah, just fucking whipping. Just came, darts. just came into work. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Chucked it out and said, "Let's do this, boys." <laughs> yeah, that. Now that to me, like Chick Fil A. Yeah, I get it, man. That's I mean, that, I mean, they they used to all smoke. I mean, they used to, that used to be a thing. Yeah, I mean. Drink beer and drink beer in the locker rooms. Damn, smoke cool. cigarettes. Yeah, when I was in school, man, they had um, before in Louisiana. You used to be able to drink when you were eighteen years old. You could buy alcohol, yep. and it was the last one of the last states to be yep. able to do that because the federal government said we're not going to give you any more road money. Yeah, they said we're we're not going to give you money for roads. Right? Yeah. We're not going to build the first highways. Couple years we're like, fuck it, we don't need roads. See you guys. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We got four wheelers. We'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, we'll drink and we'll ride on a Crocs back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll figure it out. But I think after about two years, the roads, you realize people are drunk and they're driving on bad roads. Yeah, this is a problem. Yeah, dude, this yeah. doesn't work out. So, you lost that battle. Yeah, but the, it was like a year or two before I got to high school, they would have parties at the school, like on certain days where kids would um just bring a keg and you would have it like at if they were 18, they'd yeah. be able to stay there and, and party, man. And really? I would hear these great stories. Yeah, and it's like, Sometimes I think the lore of things makes me, like the nostalgia of things makes things more exciting. Yeah, you know, like that's like that stuff, and then like you know the seventies when everything was like more innocent. Yeah, like I feel like the innocence of the world is kind of gone, which is I mean it's unfortunate, but I mean there's other things in the world that are amazing right now too. But like that innocence of being able to do those things is 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 I think it's long gone. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so much judgment now on every yeah. little thing. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, you don't even smoke a cigarette in you, and you're a smoker. I'm a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. So it's, yeah. Like, it's people like, want me to sign, like, packs of cigarettes for them. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, bro. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I'll smoke a cigar. Yeah. Love, love a cigar. Did you ever go smoke a cigar with Michael Jordan in Chicago? No. No. Because um, he always smokes them, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, he would always have them in the locker room and stuff. I feel like he smokes one daily. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. I think if I think if you're him, you can do it. I feel like I think it's for different people. It's different things, you know. Like you know what you can handle. You know, I. I See, I mean, I, yeah. 
Six cigars a day. Okay. I was way off. Yeah, that's a lot, it seems like. I mean, that's a lot. Of, I mean, is that, that can't, is that good for you? See, that nicotine would ramp my heart up. And I couldn't, and I wouldn't. But be you able don't to inhale sit. a cigar. But I mean, I'm sure some gets into you, obviously. Yeah. I think some gets wet. I, for me, some would definitely get into me. Um, yeah, here we go. Negative effects of cigars. Let's do this. Cigar smoking. Okay. Can't, mouth cancer. That's bad. Throat cancer. Probably bad, too. Yeah. Lung cancer, heart disease. All I'm, bad things. All pretty Infertility. bad. Mm. I'm done having kids, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, then, you, then you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I got no issues with that one. <laughs> That's what you can come out with then. Uh, Cutler's Infertility Cigars. <laughs> 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 Only smoke if you never want to have children again. Yeah. Cutler's chakra, Chakras Realignment and Infertility Cigars. Dude, I think that place would be packed. Oh, gosh. We'd be on fire. You put a porch out front, people would go forever. Line out the door. Um... Yeah, I was thinking, like, uh, was there a big, like, because for, like, a regular, like, I, I would be, remember being in the stands during high school when kids were playing, dude, mm -hmm. and I played basketball, but not mm -hmm. super well. Yeah. And I just remember, does it seem more fun at college or at the pros? Is there, like, a big change where the, what what's some of that change in there? Because one has so much more money attached yeah. to it. One has a lot like that all-American type of thing. Yeah. Um, was there one you even preferred more than the other? High school. High school is the purest form. You know, you're you're out there, you're playing with your friends and your guys, and you're like you're just you're playing football just because you love it. Yeah. Uh, college, I think was college is fun because it's college. You're you're away from your parents. You're living life. You're at parties. You play football. You're going to school. Like you're becoming an adult, and you you know you're figuring out life at that yeah, point. Yeah. And then I think the NFL it becomes it's a job, and you know there's probably some you get jaded by it a little bit, and it's literally a job. And, right. And I the first couple of years you you it's a blast because you're having fun. You have money. Um, stadiums, you, know, you can buy your own house, you can buy a car. Yeah. But after a while, like it's, it is, it, it, there's a job attached to that and you're expected to perform. And if you don't perform, you know, somebody else will take your job. So like you, it, it's, it's a little oh, bit different. Yeah. That is interesting. I never thought mm. like, what if I had a job, but there's somebody sitting over there who, if I'm not doing my job good today, they can come. Oh, do it. well, and then there's, you know, 50 people in the room being like critiquing like everything you do. I mean, you, you, people critique you, but I mean, it's just different. I mean, every Monday, Tuesday, like in the facility, like they're bringing guys in to try out. Oh. I mean, they're out there on the field, like running, running routes, throwing, doing drills every Monday and Tuesday. Damn. So, I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's a percentage of the locker room that kind of gets turned over every couple of weeks. Yeah, I never thought about that. What that pressure would be like, like even if I'm on stage doing stand up and there's somebody off in the wings who's over there stretching. Just waiting. Yeah. Please yeah, mess yeah. up. Please mess yeah, up. Please yeah. mess up. I'm put me in, coach. God, that would be crazy, man. That's intense. We got a question that came in right here from someone. Go. This isn't live, just so you know. What up? This is Colton out here in Las Vegas. I had a question for Jay. What was the worst part of your rookie hazing? And then what was the stupidest thing you spent on your first contract money? Gang gang. Gang, baby. Hmm. Um worst part of hazing. Um, I was lucky. I was really lucky. I went to Denver, and it was John Lynch, Champ Bailey, Jake Plummer, 
Al Wilson. It was an old veteran team, and Mike Shanahan was a coach. And like it was just, it was ran really well. You know, guys were respectful. Guys were cool. You know, they messed with you, but like they did it the right way. Right. And, like you look at you look around today, and like guys are getting their head shaved and doing all and doing stuff. Like it wasn't like that. All we had to do was get in front of the team and either sing a song or tell a joke. Right. And that was it. Hmm. We were done. Did you hear stories like old days when it was like really crazy? Because uh, it, it kind of reminds me, I guess, of like in fraternities and stuff. You'd always hear crazy yeah. stuff. Like in, at LSU, you'd hear crazy stuff. Yeah, in college, we they blindfolded us. Mm -hmm. And then we had to run through the locker room. And they, they had wiffle ball bats and all kinds of stuff and just like beat us <laughs> as we ran through it. And then we got to we got to the finish line and – uh, we had to swallow a goldfish. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's and then beautiful. they threw us in the showers, and all the showers were on cold, and they just threw us in there and, like, made us wait in there. Oh, wow. Interesting. <clears throat> like, yeah, like that, like, yeah, we didn't have any of that stuff. I mean, that's a really bad. I mean, yeah, you had to carry pads and stuff like that off the field. Oh, the Lord will fix that. Is that Tebow? Yeah. Oh, he'll be fine. But, yeah, that's a bad cut. It looks cool on him, though. He does kind of look cool. Yeah. Like he, he pulled it off. Yeah. I think it reminds me of Moe and Curly and Larry of the three students. That's exactly what it is. I mean, but if you just wear a hat, it's like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. But once you don't wear that hat, dude, you're definitely you better have a wife. Yeah, you might as well just not wear a hat just so, like, it's it's known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you don't yeah, want to yeah. take it off and be like, oh, Wait a second. Yeah, you don't want to surprise people. And I don't think he was looking for a wife at that point either, so he's probably good. I think this might have been a point I don't remember in his career when he – I don't even know if he was – because I think he had some stuff where he wasn't maybe dating. I don't remember. But yeah, like he was a virgin and stuff, the whole thing, right? Yeah, so I think, yeah, he was – oh, now this dude right there. <laughs> that looks like his actual haircut. <laughs> yeah, it does. He was like, this is this – is, you don't even have to cut my hair. This is our role. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is our role. It, this guy looks like he got cancer from like a Native American. Like this dude looks like he is freaking so all in, bro. Like last of the chemotherapy, dude. This dude's ready to ride, bro. I'm with this guy, man. Um, oh, my goodness. Is the biggest uh, – you had a lot of neat uh, people to play with over there. Was Matt Forte a really cool guy? Yeah, Matt's the best. God, I was a big J.P. Losman fan growing yeah. up. Yeah, uh, And I went to school. Yeah. I went to school at Loyola when J.P. went to Tulane. And so I got to know him some. And so yeah. um, I was yeah, just a super, huge Forte super, fan. super talented. Um, awesome dude in the locker room, off the field, like did everything right. Um, true professional. He was awesome. Yeah. The offensive lineman, is that your most important guys? Like, do you have to, like. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, receivers are important too, but, like, you know, some of, like, you just got to kind of, you throw them the ball, take them to dinner. Like, they're kind of divish. So, like, they're easy to deal with. I mean, the offensive lineman, like, they, they make or break you. Is there sometimes where you really were on seasons and where it's like, man, I don't know if these some of these guys are really down for me. Like, is there is there is there like a real thing when those guys are like down for you and when they're not? I mean, yeah. I mean, you you've got to start the. You gotta start in the pre or in training camp. Like you've got to earn their trust, and you've got to be there for them, and you gotta you know stick up for them, and go to dinners with them, and like ride or die. Like they coworkers. Yeah, they're 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 your front line. Damn. So even if they mess up, like you, you gotta build them back up. It makes me scared, bro. I get scared even watching people. Now's the time to celebrate. You know, Jay Cutler's played in the NFL, and DraftKings is rocking the NFL. That's right. The first NFL Sunday of the season is about to kick off. 
And DraftKings is the official fantasy partner. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THEO. This week, new customers can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and compete for millions in prizes across all contests. Enter code THEO to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code THEO. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's right. You get a free shot at $1 million. I'll tell you this. Autumn is in the air. It's autumn time. It's time for autumn. And you know it. Nah. And you want to trim your pumpkins, man. You want to trim your pumpkin patch, but you don't want to nip your nads, baby. You know what I'm saying. I'm here to make sure that you take care of your body to the fullest. And I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. God bless you. Manscaped. Yep. Manscaped. Get it. Take care of your body. Cut things well, but don't cut off any parts you need. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, that weed whacker, ear, nose, and hair trimmer, and the crop preserver, crop reviver, and boxer briefs. That's right. Yep. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Yep, get 20% off in free shipping and support the podcast by going to manscaped.com slash T-H-E-O for 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off in free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. Make your body, your balls, your pumps, Ken's a priority. I heard you say that you seem like easier for quarterbacks. Like quarterbacks don't get hit as much these days. Yeah. Do you think it is that way? Do you think like the game is getting more like just um, almost to a two-hand touch for quarterbacks in a way? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're protecting the the most valuable asset out there. I mean, these guys are getting paid crazy amount of money, so the NFL is going to protect them. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't I don't think I th- I think I think it's a good thing for the game because like you don't want to get into a season where you know you lose five of the, of the best starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Like you want like they're they're trying to take care of the product. They want to put right. a good product out there. They want to make it exciting. You know, it's just a you know, it's a fine line. It's like, hey, like, how far do you actually go here with this? Interesting. Um, what fills some of your time these days, man? So obviously, you started potting. Were you doing yeah. something else? Was there another business that you thought about getting into? <clears throat> um, you know, have people come at you with some weird ideas or anything? You know, I'm doing a a, a meat subscription box now called oh, yeah, Cutlers Cuts. Cuts right? Yeah, so I'm doing that. And and that was fun. I thought about doing a butcher shop at one point, but I'm like, I don't know if that's. I mean, Ooh, then, then butcher shop would be cool. I know, but then like you know, the pandemic or hit, and I was like, well, people aren't even leaving their houses. Like, they're definitely not going to go buy meat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you can't yeah. leave our house, but we got to go buy some meat today. Let's do that. Is the wife's like, no, you're not going. You're not going out. We need meat. Damn it, I'm going to this. Going to the butcher shop. But Cutler's selling meat. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just figuring it out. Yeah. No, do you real... feel any pressure? You don't need financial. You don't need. No, money I don't today. feel, I don't feel pressure. Um, I like doing the podcast stuff, you know, the kids are getting older, so they're doing more stuff. Um, you know, there was pressure when I first got out, but I mean, that's gone now. So it's just kind of just, I've I always said like, Hey, like things will start to come. Like I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to just sit on my, my, my butt forever and I'm not doing that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's picking up. Yeah. 
Um, did you get to play against Drew Brees? You guys played yeah. once, right, in the playoffs maybe? Played in the playoffs. When they had Reggie Bush. I think the Saints had Reggie Bush. Then. Oh, no, I was I was in the Chicago. That. I played uh, – I played, him in in Den- I played him in Denver. Um, played him in Denver. They had Reggie. And then in Chicago, we played him probably. I'm sure we played him a couple times. Was it interesting to see Drew Brees? Because he almost is like an anomaly. Like, I remember when I first got to New Orleans. So bizarre. He came out and saw a comedy show. It was like his first week in town. And Scott Fajita brought him out to see a comedy show one time. Yeah, we won that game, um, that Denver, Denver Saints game. They missed a field goal. Mm. They missed a like a fifty yard field goal, forty yard field goal at the at the at the end to lose, and we won. Um, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, it's it's bizarre. and he, if you watch him, like he lifts his head up because he's short. He lifts yeah. his head up and like he's looking through his face mask, and I'm like, I have no no idea how he pulls <laughs> it off. Insane. It's like insane, and he's insanely accurate, insanely smart. Um, it, it's yeah, it, it he's got a. a ton of records i mean he's gonna he's people are gonna have a hard time catching him was it fun to hand the ball off and not have to pass that's what i would want to do i feel like oh um, sometimes kind of relaxing like oh. yeah like uh, yeah like just you know you don't even have to think yeah. but i mean a lot of the run plays have checks on them you've got to go the other way you've got to point a mic i mean there's very few like we call them uh call and runs like just car plays like you just go up there you call it and you just go up there and say hey blue 80 blue 80 said and you just hand it off and there's a handful of those in the game plan, but, I mean, not many. There's probably fewer in today's game than I had. Did you ever hand it off to a guy and you're like, man, this guy's fucked, dude. They're going to kill this guy. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you hand it off and be like, this is going nowhere. Oh, damn, that's awesome. <laughs> Good luck, bro. Yeah. Good luck. Damn, bro, that's freaking wild, man. Um, You had that thing a couple weeks ago where they were talking about the mask with the kids and the superintendent. Would you really be a superintendent? I'd I'd be on the school board. I'm going to be. I want to be on the school board. Um, I would vote for you, man. I would help you campaign. I appreciate it. Uh, In my district, it's not. I can't run until 2024. So what is it? 21? Why? Because you have to live there for a long time? No, just because like that's how the terms are. So I think it's a four-year term, I think, I'm guessing. And... The last vote was in 2000. So the guy in my district isn't up until 2024. So I've got some time to uh, campaign, hit the yeah. road, fundraiser, all the things. Dude, yeah. Maybe do a little comedy, cuts, fundraiser. Absolutely. Some meat, some chuckles. Get some uh, get some, uh, some school moms out there. Yeah. But it's, been, uh, it's it, people have been supportive. Um, and, you know, Williamson County, I think, is going through it right now with the mass situation and everything else. And... It's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the school systems down there. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of wild thinking about like kids having to wear. That's kind of almost the scariest thing. I feel like some people say, well, kids don't know it's an issue if you don't tell them it's an issue, and some of that I get, but yeah. also like. I feel like if I have a mask on, I, I can't – I don't get the same feelings from people. I don't get the same intuition. Yeah. And also, it's like children are like the least – like it just seems – it seems ridiculous. Yeah, and you and, – but I mean now, you know, that's what they're spinning now. Like if you go on CNN, like it's like, all right, it, you know, we've got – outrageous number of kids getting getting sick and stuff and then if you go to a different site it's like well they're you know the survival rate for kids is 99.9 percent so it's it's like you get it from both sides yeah. and and my and you know i got pinned on the no mass side 
which I'm fine with that. And that's for my kids. I don't want them to wear masks in school. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's hard enough being in school. It's hard enough, you know, going through that, you know, that K through five to have, to have a mask on and, and learn how to read and write and talk and do all this stuff. With that being said, like if you want to send your kid to school with a mask, that's, that's on you. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I got no issues. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, I just don't think we we can make a mandate for, you know, K through five. Like, hey, you have to wear a mask. Like, that was my whole thing. Like, you can't mandate that. Right. And, 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 they, and, they, and they, they, gave, they gave everyone, you can opt out. I mean, they, they figured that part out. So, I mean, we opted out. Um, but I, I just don't want to get pinned. Like, all right, I'm 100% against this. And I'm, I'm, I'm against right. it from, from my own being. But if you have a different opinion, I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing to listen and I'm more than willing to support whatever decision you want to make. Yeah, totally. I think it's interesting sometimes how if you say anything that is even like contrary or not even contrary, but like it's like if you want to raise your hand and even talk about stuff, mm-hmm. you immediately get pinned on like yeah. you're this outlier, you're this like anarchist. And I think a lot of that is goes back to what we were talking to earlier. It's just like anything that people can click on. It's like they just want that's all they care about making. They don't really care about making no. a conversation. And it's and it's all just you're extreme over here, extreme over yeah. here. Like there's no like middle ground anymore. There's no common sense. Like I don't understand. I think like, there are a lot of them, but those people, no they, one wants to. Well, and they don't want to talk. Those people don't want to uh, talk because you're going to get destroyed on one side or the other. But I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people in this middle ground that do have common sense that do want to live in this middle area and don't want to be on these extremes. They just, you know, I mean, it's not worth it anymore to say anything. Yeah. It's like, I'm yeah, not that's gonna, the weird part. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to deal with this either side of this yeah man sometimes i get afraid to speak up man about certain things yeah but also sometimes i get afraid this is why i get afraid jay because sometimes i um we get another water just so he has it thank you sean um sometimes i get afraid because i just don't i I, sometimes my brain doesn't work as well as as fast as i need it to so it's like i don't want to say something until i know exactly what it is and people don't give you room to like Oh no! You say one thing wrong, yeah. it's over, yeah, dude. You don't you, get a second chance. Yeah, it's like, well, that's impossible. So yeah. the only people that are even allowed to speak anymore then are people reading off teleprompters who are yeah. re- knowing exactly what they're about to say, yeah. Yeah. or maybe like Ben Shapiro, who's like somehow, or Jordan Peterson, who are like computers and yes. they're able to get it from here to yeah, here. They process it just like that. It's crazy, man. Seeing some of that. And there's stuff. a lot of people out there that just don't want to say anything because they don't want to get canceled they don't want to lose sponsors they don't want to lose their job so like they're just like hey i can't say anything yeah i can't because i've got to feed my family I, mean, right. I need to go to work yeah and that's kind of interesting too it's like at least yeah maybe sometimes i'll, I'll take that for granted like i'm in a place where at least i could say some stuff if i want to but i worry though if i say like not say certain things but like like the other day we did a netflix special and that we taped at the rhyme and and mm-hmm. they like a couple of days before, like everybody needs to be vaccinated or have a negative test. Sure. And it was like, you know, everybody had bought their tickets knowing that they either had a va- just knowing both things. Yeah. I'm willing to go. I've been vaccinated. Or I'm willing to go, and yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Um. So that was really interesting because then it's like this. They're like, well, this is kind of our production that we're putting on. <clears throat> so it's like. You want to work with the rules. People mm-hmm. have already bought their tickets. They're coming. You want them to be able to be a part of it and see the show. Yeah. But it's interesting when businesses kind of um, start to have mandates and, I, and whether they're worried about what the social media repercussions will be. Mm-hmm. 
and that's that's a real that's a that's the world we live in now. I know it's weird, man. It is weird. It's really weird. And we're at the point too. We're at that. We're at that. We're still, I think, in that period where we're navigating mm-hmm. what that is and what it means. Yeah. And if it means anything, like. You know, two years ago, a tweet, somebody said something, it meant everything. And now it's starting to be a little bit like people don't even pay attention that much. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Twitter, I think Twitter, like, it's just about quantity. Like, people are just spitting out stuff. I mean, and it's just gone. Like, there's a next thought, the next thought, the next thought. Um, Yeah. I I don't think Twitter, I mean, there's impactful people that tweet for sure. But, like, I think a lot of Twitter is just, it's just you know, yeah, garbage. Just, yeah, it's just a weird chatterbox. It's like yeah. it's almost like Stephen A. Smith, but in like a business. Kind yeah, of. just just firing off stuff. Yeah, just rat- just, just word garbage. Just yeah. blah, 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 anything blah. that it's like anything yeah. that will pick up steam. Exactly. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like ten years from now, like we look back in this space and time, and like what yeah. what we're gonna think about. I don't know, and I, I don't want to speculate, but it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Because you know, you look back at remember like. Like Y2K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like the first big thing. Yeah. Like it, the world was ending. Like dude, banks people, banks were going to be like finished. People were buying lambs, dude. People were buying like lambs and stuff for shit. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. were insane. Yeah. Banks were going to be done. Yeah. All your money will be gone All your when you money's wake up. Gone, like the whole thing. I wonder if that was like the first thing that really started to scare people. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, you're going to be a prepper here soon. So like you're good. Oh, dude. I can't wait, bro. I'll be just sitting there with a Kindle, fucking watching old Joe Rogans. <laughs> just doing all I can, man. Just eating fucking Jay Cutler beef jerky that gets brought to me on a fucking, from a local wagon. What was that question that came in, man? We'll get to a couple questions here right. for you, Jay. Hi, Theo and Jay. Um, I am so excited to know that Jay is going to be on Theo's podcast. That's awesome. Jay. Oh my gosh, learn everything you can from him. He's awesome. Um, my question is That's for nice Jay Cutler. Um, my son started playing football this year. He's nine. He's a big boy. And um, wondering what some of your encouraging words might be for a first-time football player, first year. Um, and anything for the moms out there who are watching our uh, sweet little thick boys getting blasted on the line. Oh, gang, boy. gang, uncut. Uh, that's tough. I know. I know. Whenever my mom, like when I started playing football, and even yeah. like whenever I got into the NFL, like she was an absolute nightmare on really? game day. Oh my gosh, so nervous. I mean, little. I mean, every game I played, just terrified. And what is she terrified? Are you getting hurt? Yeah, okay. getting hit, like the whole thing. And would she be in the stands always at the same spot, kind of where you could see her? Um. Yeah, I mean, I always knew where my parents were, and then we had a box when I got in the NFL. So, I mean, I always knew where they were. Um, and looking back on it now, I'm like, I get it because I have kids. Right. And they – my oldest one split football, and it's like, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, if, I don't know if we need to put you out here this because, I mean, <laughs> watching them get hit and stuff, it's like it, – it, it's gonna, it's It's hard. And I took it for granted as whenever I was playing, like I didn't get it, you know, I got it, but I was like, Hey, I'm going to be fine. Like I've got this taken care of. Like you can chill out mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't get what they're going through. No, not at all. But now you see it a now. Lot. Yeah. Now I see it completely different. Oh, I'm like, wow. I, I'm like, I, I understand it now. Like it, and thinking about can or my oldest, like going out there and playing football and getting, you know, just smoked on a play. It's like, gosh, that's going to be tough to watch. 
And would people try and smoke him more? Are other dads going to put a hit, oh, you know? Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Lions yeah, fans I mean, or something, you know, some dad's a Lions fan, yeah. which has got to be tough. Absolutely. In any household. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, that undue pressure on them and, you know, all those things. So uh, I'm sorry to all the all the moms out there. I know how, how difficult it is to, to do that. And you just got to encourage your son as, as much as you possibly can. Positive, positive, positive. It's in, in any sport when they first start. Make it fun. Make it fun. Oh, uh, make it fun. What sport, if you had to lead him into a different one, do you think you'd maybe lead him into? Baseball. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, I mean. Dude, baseball's just, safe, man. Yeah, super safe. I mean, obviously you can get hit with a ball. Um, the only, I mean, the only downside of baseball is you play 162 games. Oh, yeah. Your wife's going to leave you. Oh, for sure. You might not even know she's gone, dude. Yeah. That's how many games you're You just playing. come back and be like, wait, what, where'd, where'd, yeah. you, where'd, yeah. where'd, you, where'd you go? Um, I'm friends with Walker Bueller, actually, that went to Vanderbilt. He's probably, yeah. him and Joe Musgrove are probably my only two baseball guys, that pro baseball men that I know. But um, Yeah, it's a different lifestyle. But one thing that's interesting about him, dude, he's kind of a, I don't want to say, he's not a regular size dude, but you see, he throws just out of sheer fury, bro. Like yeah. some guys are like six, seven, yeah. you know. But walk, I mean, he throws out of just his whole dude, body. Still angry just about coming, dude. In one of his arms, when you see him, he showed me one time. It's like way longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His whole right side of his body is probably completely different, and that's that, that's typical of um, quarterbacks too. He's really? like, yeah. I mean this this side is 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 doing this, and this side is pulling. So like you're you're pushing and you're pulling. Um, so I mean, you get torts. I mean, you're doing this all day long. So, I mean, it has effects on your body. What about a UFC? Do you ever you ever been to it? Yeah, love it. You do? Yeah, I went to uh, Connor's last fight. Connor and Dustin? Yeah. Me too, dude. Yeah. Me too. I was there. I saw Corey Feldman there. Did you? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Who else? Oh, I saw, I got to meet Austin Hooper. Okay. Um, Who's a football guy and Baker Mayfield and OBJ. Yeah. They were actually really cool. Yeah. I saw them uh, Friday night. Met Trump Saturday night before you the fight. You did? Yeah. No, was that cool? It was really cool. That's going to get me canceled. <laughs> Meeting Nick Chubb? <laughs> huh? Meeting Nick Chubb? Who? You met Nick Chubb? Donald Trump. Oh, you met Trump? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think that'll get you canceled, dude. I think you could meet. I mean, I think you're probably fine. Dude, I was yeah. there when he came into the arena. The place went oh, bananas. It, it went crazy. Yeah. Went crazy. The place went berserker yeah, for him. they were chanting for him. Yeah, that was wild, yeah. man. Um, it, but that was the first time I've ever been around. Um, you got to meet him, though, huh? Yeah, it's the first time I've ever been around a president. Um, and, like, the Secret Service. Are they like, there? Oh, yeah, they were there. You had to turn Do they look your- legit or they don't look legit? That's a really good question. I've heard mixed reviews sometimes. And it was mixed reviews. And I was with my buddies... And we were sitting there, and we're like, we're we're kind. Of, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but we, will, I will. We're kind of sizing up the Secret Service. Not that we're gonna do anything, but it's like, all right, you know, like these guys are. They should be the best of the best. I was yeah. in in the security world. And you're at a UFC event. People, everybody's sizing everybody. Yeah, but out. I mean, we're at the Trump. We're at the Trump Hotel at this point. Okay, like, we're in this, you know, conference room, just waiting. Oh, you're waiting to see him. Yeah, we're waiting to see him. And Secret Service is around, and I'm like, you know what? Like, he looks legit. Right. You know, you're 5'7". Yeah. Just kind of looks like a normal dude. Below normal, two inches. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't. But, I mean, they have to be super trained. And I was asking my buddy, I was like, do you think you could take that guy? (laughs) And he's like, 
probably he goes if i train for a year i could take that guy like no weapons oh, a year's a long time that of is training, a long time though especially when you don't have any time because but i think these dudes these guys these guys they've got some they've got some skill set that that we don't know about that i don't think you can you can prepare for in a year yeah that's probably true yeah, I think you're looking at guys who are probably retired SEALs, that sort of thing. Yeah, or have, like some bad dudes. Yeah. And, like, I've thought about that. Like, you know, you run into, like, a, MMA, MMA guys are everywhere now. So, like, if yeah. you, 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 you just got to be careful with people. That is kind of a cool equalizer of yeah. things. It's like... I don't... I mean, I'm not a fighter, so I don't fight people. Yeah. But, like, I know people that do. And, like, if you run into the wrong dude in a bar... Like, it could go real bad real fast. Yeah, it used to be totally different. It used to be kind of like, oh, you know, this guy will yeah, win, this yeah. guy. But now it's like, yeah, with all these headlocks, leg locks, kamoras, these chokes. Just break your arm in like two seconds and just yeah. walk out. Yeah, dude, I go over to Nashville MMA, or I, I did actually, so I, I got a couple of cracked ribs, and it was really affecting my workflow. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah ribs will do that to you. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. That's just disheartening, man. It sucks. Everything you can't you can't function. You can't do anything. No. I could barely even hug somebody if I yeah. wanted to. It, it you can't even take a shit. Yeah, no. yeah. I couldn't even. T- I almost <laughs> had to keep my hands up like this when I shit, dude, which is insane. But it was just like less pressure on my body. Uh-huh. Or something. I get it. I've been yeah. there. God, man, the stuff that men go through. Mm. Women think they go through it all. The stuff yeah. that men go they through. They go through some stuff. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. You're right, honest. dude. You're right, dude. Um, who was your first girlfriend? Do you remember in high school? Did you have one? Um, first, first real girlfriend. Yeah, her name was Brooke. Yeah, yeah. She pretty hot or no? I mean, I, yeah, I felt like at the time, dude. I bet you always got the hot ones, man. <laughs> dude, I remember I had to make out with this girl in a sand trap that had two different color eyes, dude. So was it like cool, two different color, or like kind of did it freak you out? It was a little wizard. It was a little Dungeons and Dragony. You know what I'm saying? Like a little bit. Somebody's rolling one of those big dice. Uh-huh, you know what I'm uh-huh, saying? Every uh-huh. time you looked at her. Really cool chick, though. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. I remember one time the hot girl, for some reason, I got, she She was down to go to like a dance or something. She was feeling your vibe. Yeah, I don't know what happened. She might have yeah. not been feeling well. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But anyway, she was giving me a chance. She was ill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we went to, uh, oh, and we went to like this dance. And then I, we were back at my friend's place where I was staying at. And I like, ha- she we were like kind of kissing. And I just couldn't believe in my head that this hot girl was giving me an opportunity. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just not doing real well. Here's a statue. Oh, dude, I'm trying to kiss, but I can't like open, get my mouth. You're open. overthinking it. Oh, dude, I'm yeah. overthinking. Just yeah. like, you know, I've got brains in every part of my body, dude. Oh, yeah. Every. And then I remember trying to like touch her panties and stuff. And I got so nervous, <laughs> dude, that I just took her home, bro. Oh, and then I remember, dude, I remember she got out of the car. And even she was shocked, like, why am I going Yeah, on? what's happening here? Yeah. And I remember pulling over by this freaking, this dock, this boat dock, and fucking crying in my car, dude. And that was in high school. That sucks. It was like my own nerves made it so hard for me to, like, sometimes do things like... Even sometimes playing basketball, it'd be like if they, if they ever put me at point guard, I'd be so nervous I couldn't handle it. I would just shoot it from half court. Like you just didn't want to mess up. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, just, just get it out of my hands. So I was like, if the, if I do this, you know, then I'm okay. You're good. Yeah, but everything, man. That's how. That's why I think. Do, you, do I feel like quarterbacks have to have just not have this nerve thing? You no, know, you, you. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I got nervous. I mean, I, I always got nervous before games, but I think it was more like an anxious type of thing of like, all right, I'm ready to do this. Like, let's go do this. Like. Um, 
it, they're, you know, didn't want to fail. And I know there's guys out there that are, were, are scared of failing. Um, and there was probably, that was, that was, I probably had some of that in me. I, I know I definitely had some of that in high school. Um, but I think once I got to the NFL, like you prepare and like you do everything during the week. So like you give yourself the best opportunity on Sunday to be ready. And if you do that, like you're good, but like there is a, definitely a factor of the unknown out there. Like you're not sure, like, is this going to work? Am I going to perform? Am I going to be good enough on, on this given day? Um, and, and there's definitely those thoughts that run through your brain for sure. And in, in my brain anyway. Yeah. Um, was that your, the first girl you ever kissed Brooke? No, I kissed a different, I kissed a girl before that Christy. Yeah, dude. Before that at a, at, at a dance. The girl that I kissed was named Christy, bro. Really? I'm not even joking, dude. And I would say her last name, but... And she had... Part of her tooth was kind of chipped. She kind of had that Lloyd Christmas a little, you know? <laughs> and somebody locked us in a room, dude. Some pervert, I think. And, wa- and like, went out by the window and watched us stay in there and try to kiss Louisiana is a different place, man. It was definitely, <laughs> so bro. weird, weird place. Was so, maybe that's why I was always so scared. There was just... Yeah. Everything was fucking... There's so many perverts yeah, around. It's a, it's, a different, it's a different state. Uh, was it at a dance or was yeah, it just... Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Dude, I mean, school dances were... I mean, you look back on them now and it's like there was so much pressure in it. Yeah. It's like, who am I going to dance with? Like, are you going to sit on the sidelines? Are you going to get in the mix? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. And all the slow songs were so good back then and so long. Oh, yeah. And the Thunder Road. Yeah. That was for a good time. Do they still have school dances? Is that still a thing? I don't know. It might be virtual now, I'm sure, probably. (laughs) And I think if you're erect, you just like press a button or it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of pings your screen or whatever. Oh, gosh. Um, Dude, that's funny, but you got nervous too, even asking girls out and stuff? For sure, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I can't even believe that. Yeah, I mean, I was I mean, I was, I was kind of a late bloomer in 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 school. So, and like I don't think I I mean But you were tall though, right? No. Oh, you weren't. I mean, I, I was I mean, I was taller than you. Yeah. But like I I grew I probably mean, that's tall. I grew an inch and a half in college. Oh, damn. My freshman year. Because the tall guy, it always, I feel like the tall guy always is such a weird thing. If you don't play a sport, yeah, then you got to work at the airport usually by the baggage. Do something. And it's like, it, there's not like, so to be tall, because you're standing out from the crowd yeah. and to not have like a, maybe a skill or something that makes you feel comfortable, that would be scary. Yeah. Like if you were like six foot nine and like you didn't play basketball, it's like, what, yeah. what, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do with your life? At least move to Slovakia and play <laughs> like on the internet, you know? Oh gosh. Um, let's get one or two more questions. Did you, um, was there, uh, man, there was a, oh, were there players in the NFL that you think that couldn't read? Like, is it yeah. that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Without a doubt. I don't know how many, but I'm, I'm, I'm positive there are dudes I can't read. That's awesome, bro. Without a doubt. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I think that the NFL is like, it's just, I mean, it, 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 it's probably the NFL players, they come from different backgrounds in basketball or baseball or soccer. I mean, a lot of these kids from like come from, you know, some tough, tough areas. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. out of Florida and Texas and stuff. And, you know, Football is their way out. Yeah. And, you know, reading and writing is 
I, I'm sure it's less now than it, what it, what it used to be, just because of the education and I mean social media. Like they all have social media, so they they, they probably point. all can read and write now. I'm probably wrong. No, I think by I think now you're probably right. I mean, I remember we had kids at our school definitely pl- that were in eighth grade that couldn't read and write. You know, it was like it's common in Louisiana. I feel like yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it's part of our that's our national. That's, that's part of your charm. Our national anthem is just a bunch of people just. <laughs> Staring at the alphabet, our state, our state song. Yeah, here's a question right here from the guy from Friday Night Lights. After he, uh, after things went, took a different turn. Here we go. Hi Theo, hi Jay. Hope this finds you guys well. He's excited. Uh, my question to Jay is, you know, we hear a lot of stories about how NBA players and NFL players, uh, they they go broke within like three years of being out of their respective leagues. And I know that's not the case with you, Jay, but I would be interested in knowing what your best investment has been with your with your NFL money and also what your worst investment has been with your NFL money. I know Theo was asked to be an investor in like a Mexican drug cartel zoo or something, which could have been a cash cow. A little risky, but could have been a cash cow. (laughs) Well, it burned down about a month ago. Whole zoo burned down. Really? Yeah. Me and my buddy got It'd be hit kind up. of cool to own a zoo. Oh, I think it would be good. Like own a lion? Or Cutler's ele- cages. Elephant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel. I mean, cages probably aren't a good look, though. Um, best Cutler's best soft cages. Soft cages, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Padded? Yeah, yeah. Cutler's <laughs> padded cages, yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of people you know that are in there, probably. <laughs> Oh gosh, best investment or worst investment? Yeah, was there anything? I know it's kind of a boring. It's yeah. not a boring. Yeah, it's not. Sorry. I mean, it, I, it, it, I can make it cool if I had something cool, right? You know, that, that it's one of those questions. Like, this is either going to be really awesome or is this going to be like, oh, this this that was a dumb question because the guest sucked. Yeah, did you buy a bunch of Cedus or something? What happened? Um, you know, I I bought a lot of dumb car. I mean, not like I just went through a lot of cars. Yeah, and. You know, not super like not two, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollar cars. Just like your, you know, your your Mercedes and your Audis and trucks, yeah. and like I would, I would just go. Th- I had a Hummer at one at one point. I've had a Toyota Land Cruiser twice. Oh yeah, those are sick. I've had, I mean, just like this dumb stuff. And I got to a point. I was like, this is stupid. Like we need to just stop. Like just buy a car and just drive it. Right. Instead of doing, yeah, the high lease, short-term, yeah. one year. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that new Ford Bronco? I love it. You do? I do. Wow. I like it. I, I, I tell you what I like more, and I'm on the on the list for it, is the uh, – the the are, these, are they out yet? Weren't they supposed to be out? Like, what happened? I've seen a couple, actually. You have? Like, yep. in, in real life? I sure have. Out in the wild? Yep, out in the wild, brother. I've seen these things. Wow. Roaming the earth, dude. Oh no, I didn't see that one. That's doors off. I didn't know they could do that. What I'm I'm on the wait list for the uh, the Sci- Hummer EV. Sci- oh, you are. Yeah, the electric one. Huh? Like the top comes off. You bring up that Hummer EV. Put up the Hummer EV. Because I got on the Cybertruck, but I can't tell if it seems cool or not. The Tesla one. Yeah. And then I can't tell if you're going to be able to get your own tires put onto it or if you have to use the ones that they give you because of just something. Oh, wow. This is – see, I feel like this looks a little chunkier than the Bronco. I feel like yeah. the Bronco looks too small for Yeah, me. the Bronco is small. They, they, like this, I, think, I think this is going to be, like you said, a little bigger. 
and the tops come off. I mean, and it's electric. I feel like I probably should have an electric car at some point. Yeah. My uh, life, maybe not. I like the smell of gas. Man. Yeah. I mean, I I've like got getting it on my hands. I've got a diesel truck, so like I don't. Oh damn! So you got that sweet gas, huh? Yeah. So like I feel like getting a, getting a electric might like even even me out some. Yeah. Be Put do, you back do, in the doing the right thing. Back in God's gas graces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Put up pull up the one Kevin Love's always trying to sell on Instagram. What's he selling? Uh, no, Kevin Love. Um, it's like a Woody wagon, I think. Selling car? I don't know. Nope. It's Woody wagon. Once you try, let me see what he's always selling. Oh no, it's always on his. I just see. Did you make always. this up? Maybe. Oh, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Love definitely doesn't have a Woody That's wagon. That's not it, man. He um, made he made that up. Yeah. No, I there's I, I thought it was Kevin Love. There's some guy on it. <laughs> some different dude. That's always selling something. I tried to uh I told I have a yoga instructor this morning. I told her I was gonna try to set you up with her too. Um, like for yoga or for a date? Um, for either one. Oh. So her name is Emma. She teaches yoga. And where she teach at? Is it good? Right here. She taught taught me this morning. Oh, she comes to your house. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. She's a, or she's um. Does she do chakras? She might, dude. She's strong. Is she? I mean, she's yeah, she's a dime. I mean, she's all those all those yoga chicks are strong. Yeah. Like they scare me. Yeah, I mean, they don't scare me. Like, they're, but they're like, they're strong. You ever date a real? Just a real? No, no. Yeah, no, that, that, that no, that's too much for me. It is yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. not that's not my speed. You don't want that hardy panda, huh? <laughs> no. Oh no, yeah. No, no, no. I've definitely dated a girl. You got a pat on the back every day, you know, and the back kind of pats back a little. Yeah, I'm trying to think of just one more anything to think about that dance. I was just thinking about those dances, man. That really was fun growing up. It was. I would go and get with your friends, and you all plan to go eat somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where'd y'all go eat at? Do you remember? Was it like a? We went to this place called Fazio's. It was kind of dicey, and a lot of divorcees, and people would meet up over there. Parents to like kind of low key, try and like sneak around. I gotcha. I mean, I grew, I grew up in a really small town, like, I, and it was just a bunch of like small towns. So it was like, you know, Denny's was the spot. Oh yeah. Like after football games or stuff, like you know, go to go to Denny's. No way. Oh yeah, it was open twenty. I think it was open twenty four seven because it was right off the interstate, but it was like twenty minutes away. Um, yeah, Denny's, and it was back whenever like they had a smoking section. Remember the, the non-smoking and smoking section? No, I don't even remember that. You don't? Oh, it was co- probably because everyone in Louisiana smokes. Yeah, like, yeah, it was all true. smoking section. Yeah, yeah the whole state's <laughs> a smoking section. Dude, I'm trying to think. Yeah. But that was always fun, man. So you go even have to go eat there before dances even? After. After, yeah. After, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was fun, dude. Those are times that I, that I really that I really miss. Um, it must be interesting being a dad because you kind of get to have this nostalgia where you get to kind of see um, the other side of the coin and what it's like a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's harder to be a kid now, though. I think there's more pressure. They grow up faster. Um so I think it's a little bit tougher, but it, it, but it's it's still a joy. I mean, just to see them, you know, go through some of the things that you went through, and you're able to help them, and kind of, you know, you know, there's certain things you're like, I don't want to help you. Like you've got to figure this out on your own. So it's kind of this fine dance of like, I don't want to shelter you, but I also don't. I love you to death, and I don't really want to see you get hurt. Right. And it's like, ah, which where do where do you where do you land here on some of this stuff? Does it give you a different? It gives you a different respect for your own father, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. Absolutely. The circle of life, man. It's pretty for fascinating. Sure. Who were you cheering for at that fight? Were you cheering for Connor? Yeah. You were? Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, I, I knew, but I knew he was going to lose. Like, we had money on Dustin. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it would, I think it would have been good for UFC for him to yeah. be back in it. But, like, we, we went to the fight saying this, he's going to get murdered. I wish he would have made it through that first round. Who knows what could have happened? I mean, he's such a good striker. It would know? have been. I think it would have been gotten even worse in the second round. You think? Yeah, I think Dustin was going to absolutely destroy him. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But it's amazing. Like you know, he's he's talking in the in the in the talking shit in the hospital. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what? This dude. I wish I believed in myself that much. Like it's, <laughs> this dude's this dude's in the hospital, broken leg. Just he's already back. Yeah, yeah. That like, coma. Bro, that's like somebody in a coma and he finally gets a first word. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck. It's like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Dude, like, that, like, it didn't even happen. Like, yeah. he, like, he fell off his bike and broke his leg. That's what's interesting. It's almost like whatever it is, it doesn't even happen. Didn't happen. He's a king no matter what. No matter what. It reminds me of that 6 9 Have you seen that 6 9 documentary? Uh-oh. Dude, it's really interesting because he just started realizing that none of these rappers were really killing each other anymore. Yeah. So he could just talk shit to all of them because none of them were actually going to kill him. Yeah. And he was right. He figured it out. Yeah. He broke He broke the code. Yeah, he's just calling everybody a pussy, just doing whatever he wants. <laughs> and none of them are do- – and so then the next thing you know, he's just like, look at me. He's a man. He's a legend. It. That might be how to do life, just – Maybe it is just not even see all the social media, not even see all yeah. the thing, and just be your own thing. You Believe know? in yourself to the core, a thousand percent. Fuck, I think we, I think we just nailed it. <laughs> um, best of luck with the new podcast, man. You Thanks, can bud. find it on Podcast One. Yes, and um, and we'll put the links to it below. And uh, Jay Cutler's man, thanks for coming in, bro. I appreciate it. It was fun, man. Yeah, it's fun, man. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake and let myself all mine shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my stories. Shine on me, and I will find a song. I will sing it just for you. And I. With a heavy load of my past And these wheels that I've been riding on Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite And welcome to Kite Club A podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events Stand-up stories And seven ways to pleasure your partner The answer may shock you Sometimes I'll interview my friends Sometimes I won't And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head you have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Is it you? 
anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a big flurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.